Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Comics Collective, the weekly show where we talk about a comic or graphic novel of our choice, and sometimes we get to sit down with some of the coolest people in the industry and talk about what they're doing right now. I'm your host, Anne, and I'm joined today by the magnificent Daniel Samper. Um, Daniel, how are you doing today? Hello, everyone. Good, good. I'm happy to be here with you and talk a little bit. Yeah, happy. Awesome. I'm. It, it's amazing to have you on. For anyone who might not um, know or recognize right off the bat, Daniel is the awesome artist behind some great comics like Action Comics, the recent Dark Crisis, and currently the um, stellar talent behind Wonder Woman, if you've been picking up those issues, which you very much should, by the way. Um, so, Daniel... Um, I'm I'm so glad to have you here. You're like one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in the space. So I'm I'm the very glad that we made the time for this. Um, yeah, me too. Could you tell the audience just a little bit? I always like to do a little bit of the the secret origin of the people we talk to. Um, what's your what's your history with comics look like, um, both personally and professionally? Okay, um, it everything started with my grandpa. Uh, he was an artist too, um, and a very good one. So I grew up uh, going to his home and see his work, how he painted. So I was like uh, amazed by all of that since uh, very, very, very young. And he used to bought me uh, uh, art school material to draw and to paint. So I started drawing super early with him at his home. So he helped me with that and encouraged me to keep drawing and we shared the, the passion. So I always uh, knew that I wanted to to draw for a living, uh, but uh, for some time I wasn't sure um, how to do it or, or what I'm gonna do. Okay, I wanna draw, but you have a lot of chances for drawing. Um, at my early teenager uh, age, um, I started uh, being interested in comic books uh, thanks to uh, show TVs for the manga like Dragon Ball. Here was uh, super popular at that time, so I started reading Dragon Ball comics and, and I get uh, the interest on, on comic books. Then I jumped later on Batman, uh, Superman, this kind of stuff. So I discover artists like Jim Lee, Ivan Reyes, uh, Brian Hitch, and Alex Ross, and my mind just blew up. So I, I know that uh, this is one, uh, what I want to do for, for the rest of my life. I want to draw these characters, like draw these characters like they do, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's fantastic. Um, and I love I love that you and your grandpa did that. You've definitely inherited some talent, and you're work is just phenomenal. You mentioned Ivan Reyes, and that was going to be um one of my points. I remember when I was getting into comics and I was picking up things like um, Blackest Night and Jeff John's Green Lantern, yeah. and Absolutely. Ivan Reyes was a, a huge artist that I loved, and your work very much reminds me of him, this like really big blockbuster style where it's just every page takes your breath away. Um, just, you, because you've been with DC for what, like um, 12, 13 12 years, years now? already. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, but it's been a it's been a weird journey, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's been twelve years, but I I feel it like it's been five actually. <laughs> it's been a, a weird journey for me because I started DC uh, too early, I think. Mm-hmm. To, for being honest, I was like just 25, 26 years old. Wow, not much, not much of experience on my side. 
and working for DC is is tough. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, you have to draw super good, super fast, uh, super everything. So I, I spent some some years uh, drawing here and there for DC, but filling small projects. Um, it was tough to make a, a place on on DC for me at that age because uh, I see my work now for those days and I wasn't very good actually. It's just like uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of years like uh, training, but at DC, which is mm-hmm. kind of weird because you're supposed to be already good when you work for them, mm-hmm. you know. And then uh, at some point of my life, I, I get like um, distracted. Uh, my life was kind of mess, so I start uh, not paying too much attention to work. So I was working, but not with my f- full focus. And it felt like uh, my career was going to fell off. Uh, but uh, nice people at DC uh, trust me and gave me like another chance after some months um, without working for them and they they gave me injustice too mm-hmm. so there when when I picked injustice too I was like mm, fully commit to to change uh, my path on DC you know like I'm gonna be a super professional I'm gonna put my everything to the work I'm not gonna get uh, more distracted on other stuff mm-hmm. I really want I really want to grow in on DC comics uh, it was my dream I I kind of um, lose it for a while but uh, I, I was like super committed to to take back that dream and and make it true so uh, starting on injustice like five six years ago, um, I started working really hard, and since that time, uh, things have gone really well. So, mm-hmm. I, I it's been twelve years, but um, I feel it like it's been the half. You know, uh, that yeah. my my real career at DC started at, at Injustice. Awesome, thank you, thank you for sharing all that. That was that was fantastic. I, I remember the first book I actually read with your work was um, Gail Simone's Bat Batgirl. Um, yeah. But I remember I. I like I knew your name I made a point to know your name after I read through Tom Taylor and your um, Suicide Squad issues because that was the moment where I recognized like oh this is this is something special Um, and since then your work has been um, amazing what can you um, because you got to work on you know Future State Aquaman which I personally could spend all day talking about as you know (laughs) but um you got to jump on the action comics and do um, that war world stuff. How was that? How was drawing Superman in that space? Yeah, that that um, and now and then you have uh, sometimes a, a key moment in your career, mm-hmm. you know. And Justice Two was one of these moments, and Suicide Squad uh, led to one of these moments that was uh, Aquaman Future State. Mm-hmm. Um, my work on, on Suicide Squad was just uh, three feelings to help Bruno on his run. And then I met there Andrea Shi, which is an incredible editor and super awesome person that uh, discovered my art doing the, those feelings. And she trusted me to, to work on Aquaman Future State. It was just a couple issues you know, on a big event with Batman Future State and all that stuff. So we were like underdogs, you know, uh, no one was paying attention to us. So the whole team 
felt that we can do almost whatever we want on, on these couple issues. The, 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 the eyes are on other places, you know. So she trusted us and she, she gave us full freedom to create and have fun. So we went crazy on creating this wall and designing Andy and we had so much fun. It was like so just four months of work, but uh, they were awesome. Uh, the whole team, it's like we are friends now because those mm -hmm. days, you know, and that led me to, to go to Action Comics. Uh, they, they believe that um, after that, I, I deserve the chance to have my own series. Um, at the beginning, was just like for a few issues to test me. Uh, I worked so hard. I, I I was like very connected to Philip. We we had the same Superman vision, so we we understood each other super well. And the script was amazing. So I was lucky that uh, the script was so good and and allowed me to to put my act to the next level. I thought that I will be around for the World War, whole World War saga for uh, some time. But the people at DC were so happy with the art I was doing that uh, they came in like, no, no, you have to stop drawing Superman because we have something really big for you. Mm -hmm. And that was a Dark Crisis. So I had to leave uh, Superman Action Comics to go to Dark Crisis. <sighs> But an event that 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 must have been huge. That also must have been daunting. How was that for you? Uh, I understood at that moment why it's called a crisis because it's what I had. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, at the beginning, it was kind of weird, you know, because I was like established on Action Comics, um, mm -hmm. and I received an email about uh, you should stop drawing Action Comics. Because there's a big event coming. That was kind of. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I don't understand that. Uh, I called my, my manager like, this is a nonsense because uh, I'm in a, in a run. Like, uh, I, I'm, I don't know how to say it. I have a run. Why stop this run just to do a couple fill-ins for a big event, you know, or tie-ins or whatever? It doesn't make sense. I don't want to do that. I prefer to stay in Action Comics for a long time than just jump off to do a couple tie-ins for a big event. I didn't understand. And then they send another email saying, no, 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 you don't get it. You are going to draw the main event. And I was like, what? And I'm <laughs> I think you you made some mistake. Uh, you you typed the wrong the wrong email. <laughs> I, I'm sure you you wanted to to write so to Ivan Reyes or Krakapulo, not me. And hey, I'm Daniel Sanfede. And they were like, no, 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 no. It's gonna be you if you want, and it's gonna be a crisis event. And I was like, oh fuck! I get super <laughs> nervous, super excited, super everything, and I was so scared. Um, for uh, some days, I was like, this is really happening. I was super, super, super scared. But at some point, you receive the, the first script and you need to focus and, and think, okay, uh, let's go. You know, <laughs> you have to give everything. Um, I, I used to, to study a lot uh, before any work. Um, mm -hmm. If I have to do a crisis, I'm going to read all the crises. I'm going to read all the big events again. I'm going to study them. Because I read uh, comic books uh, as a fan, and when I have to work right. on that, those comic books, I read them again as a professional, and I try mm -hmm. to understand what's good, what's wrong, uh, what should I do, 
So I read them all again, and I was like uh, trying to study. And when the time comes, when I have to start drawing, I have the first script. I feel like okay, I I know what I got, uh, have to do. I know what I want to do. So this makes me feel a little bit uh, more confident, you know. But yeah. it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I I have to ask just out of curiosity, from that professional perspective, which of the crisis events do you feel like you took the most from, or did you take like a decent amount from all of them? Um, I think um, Infinite Crisis was mm -hmm. a was a massive uh, inspiration for me because. Um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, it's so good. It's just it's George Perez, but I cannot I cannot emulate uh, that. You know, um, yeah. George Perez style. It's so particular. Uh, it's also another kind of storytelling. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I was trying to to understand how these men put also so much characters on every panel, and they all of them. If you look at each other, uh, they are doing something always there's no just standing characters doing nothing right. all of them are doing something uh, this was like okay i need to keep this in mind i have to draw a lot of characters and i need mm -hmm. to put them all doing something not just because they are there you know but for the style of my work i feel Jimenez is closer uh his his style is closer than mine mm -hmm. so it was and it's it's already in a more modern uh, storytelling style more than and I do rather than the George mm -hmm. Perez do. So that was a massive influence. If you if you pay uh, attention, you'll see that some of my fights on Dark Crisis are kind of similar and on the mm -hmm. violence and the cinematic aspect that Phil did on, on Infinite Crisis. And of course, I read uh, also paying a lot of attention to Blackest Night. It's not a mm -hmm. crisis, but it, it could be. And and Ivan Race was like super there, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. <laughs> oh, that it, it makes a lot of sense. I could definitely see that. Um, but you know, going through all that history, that takes us to what you're currently working on, and what I I hope most of the people listening are, are checking out. You are now currently on Wonder Woman. Um, that's that's incredible. How did that gig happen? Um. After that crisis, uh, I worked so hard, was so stressful, the deadlines were nightmare. And, oh, I can imagine. And it was a, it was a tough year, a mm -hmm. very tough year. But finally, I, I made it to do the whole event by myself with no, no feeling artist, no help. So DC was super happy with that and they wanted to like reward me. And they were very nice, like, okay, choose your next project. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I have the toys. What do you have for me? And they like uh, explain me uh, what uh, things they plan to do on, on 23, maybe 24, like we're mm -hmm. going to have this and this and that. And everything was like, this is super exciting. I'm a huge DC fan. I want to throw all of this, you know, uh, all the projects were amazing. But suddenly they said, and there's going to be Wonder Woman probably with Tom King. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is my place because mm -hmm. I'm a huge Tom King fan. I wanted to work with him for a long time. I love uh, Wonder Woman so much. Um, also the, the dates they were planning fit with my plans super well because I could start working with a, a, a huge buffer. 
so I could uh, start working with a long time ahead. So doing mm -hmm. well, uh, time for rest, everything was like, yes. Uh, Wonder Woman, it's a scary. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, mm -hmm. It's super scary. And it's, it's very hard. Uh, we know that we were letting like, I don't know how to say in English, like a, a, the ball that it's going to explode at any moment, you know, yeah. it's uh, dangerous, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it's Wonder Woman and it was stonking and it was like a huge opportunity. And, and I felt it inside. I don't know how to say it. It was like, yeah, why not? Let's, let's try. Mm -hmm. Let's try to do something special with her. Um, but it's scary because uh, everyone loves Wonder Woman. As Tom says, everyone loves Wonder Woman, but nobody buys Wonder Woman. So <laughs> this is super hard. Uh, Wonder Woman is also, um, is not uh, like any other character. She's not just a character. She's like an icon. She's a symbol. She represents so much for so many people. Um, it's very delicate. You know, you have to do it uh, right. Because if you don't do it right, um, people is going to get mad. And I understand why, because she's super important. I was thinking about this the other day, and it probably is the most important female character in fiction, not just in comics, mm -hmm. in every media. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, super strong female characters, but I, I don't think any bigger than Wonder Woman. You know, maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but... So it's a huge responsibility, but at the same time, um, Tom and I are, are guys that uh, we love uh, challenges. Uh, I, I get excited mm -hmm. in front of a big challenge, and I was like, yeah, yeah, go. We, we want to go all in on this, and we mm -hmm. try to make it right. Yeah, it's. I can just hear from you talking. The, the, the pressure has to be unbelievable. Um, she she has to be an interesting character because I think we talked with Tom a little bit about it and he was talking about how the hard thing with Wonder Woman is everyone has so many very solid rock steady expectations of who she should be and what she what she is and what she's meant to represent. So the the question I would have for you is like how how did you go about like um finding your your own style for Wonder Woman? Did you have inspirations before? Did you just kind of go and be like I want to carve my own identity i want to make her something that feels strictly like like specifically me i want to have my vision for her or were there a lot of external influences that really came into play uh yeah she's she's hard as i was saying it's hard to write it's hard to draw mm -hmm. uh, um and the, one of the hardest parts is exactly what you were saying that uh everyone has uh, his own vision uh, there's uh, huge fans of Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. and they feel it the opposite. They they are people out there that it's a huge fan of Wonder Woman, I, and they see her like a, a, a woman that likes to destroy people and, and <laughs> tear us apart with the sword. And for them, that is Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. uh, for other people, Wonder Woman is a nation of peace and love, and you know, um, and they they are right in in their perspectives so it's the two opposite uh, extremes of wonder woman visions and it's impossible to to accomplish all so um it doesn't matter what what you do someone is going to get angry with, with mm -hmm. it that's for sure uh if you take this in mind uh you can like 
keep the pressure off and just focus on what you think it's the best, what you think is right to do. Right. Um, so we're trying to to go a little bit to the basics, uh, golden age and silver age, uh, Wonder Woman. What what uh, turned this character so special? What's the the main roots, you know? And we feel like uh, going to the basics is always uh, good. Uh, you can start building from there, but there's something on the on those roots that. Uh, turn this character into something so special and popular. So it's it's a good material to start building <laughs> again. And we were like, yeah, we want a modern classic Wonder Woman, something mm -hmm. that feels like the always Wonder Woman, but in our modern days. Uh, mm -hmm. But we felt like she doesn't need a sword. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> some people is going to get pissed right now because they love the sword, but we feel that she doesn't need a sword. She's a superhero. <laughs> Yeah. Um, she doesn't need a shield because she's so awesome that she can stop bullets with the wrist and just dodge them. And she's super awesome. Doesn't need a shield neither. And we wanted to go to these roots. And for the for the drawing aspect for the art, uh, I'm not very cocky, so I'm not trying to uh, create something super new. My own Wonder Woman that it's gonna be recognized mm -hmm. forever. No. I'm just trying to make what I think I have to do. So I, I read a lot of Wonder Woman and I was looking at a lot of great artists that draw Wonder Woman before me and just trying to understand what I like and what I don't like. Uh, and then I, I have like a mix I put in a, in a jar. Like I like this aspect of uh, George Perret. I like this from Phil Jiménez. I like this from Alex Ross. I mix it and I own my final touch, my mm -hmm. final vision. And I wanted to, I, I had very clear in my mind that I wanted to care a super strong, uh, super huge. Um, I, I, I realized that I, I don't feel connected to, to the artist that draw a woman dressed as Wonder Woman, but it's mm -hmm. not Wonder Woman to me. Right. It, I, I don't know if I'm I'm saying it right, you know. Sometimes I feel like I see a woman dressed as Wonder Woman, but I don't see Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is more like the dress. It's a presence. It's a it's something hard to explain, but you get the feel, you know. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was super important to make her super huge, uh, super strong, but at the same time, uh, doing her like in a gentle look in a soft look, in a something uh, somewhere uh, you want to hack and spend time because it's so awesome, you know. Um, and it was super hard to me because I, I want to feel, make her feel like a, like a god, you know, like mm -hmm. she's from the heavens. She's so awesome. She's so perfect that it's not possible it belongs to this world. And giving these feelings is super hard. I have a very hard time drawing her every time. Every time she's in a page, it's going to be a tough day because uh, my vision of her, it's super, super difficult to put it on, on mm -hmm. the paper. Me, you know, because I want to make her super beautiful, but not sexualizing any kind, mm -hmm. just uh, beautiful as if you look at Greek uh, statue, you know, mm -hmm. like how this is possible that kind of beauty and that kind of power and she's super complicated but if you do it right i think it's one of the most awesome characters there are yeah 
And what you were saying made complete sense to me. That presence you talk about is is present on every page. I know when the first issue came out with people talking like, well, Wonder Woman wasn't really in that issue a lot. I'm like, I don't know what issue read because she was in the she was in there big time. That yeah. energy she has yeah. on that first full um, page splash of her is just incredible. I think, honestly, you're killing it. And I think the second issue, especially for um, you, especially that just it's an act. It's a issue of two separate battles happening at the same time concurrently. And you just you you knocked it out of the park. That that second issue, I feel like Tom really let you just go to the <laughs> go to bat and you hit a home run. Can you talk a little bit about the um the battle scenes in that issue and what your favorite part of drawing that was and also what the, the biggest challenge of making that book yeah, work was? So I would like to 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 make a small point about what you're talking about, issue one, because yeah, I read about People saying, oh, there's no Wonder Woman in issue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not the main character of the issue. And I, I, I'm i glad you say that's not true because mm-hmm. I think that the genius part on the script of this issue, it's, uh, if you, um, how do you say, um, imagine a, a soccer player, a very good mm-hmm. soccer player. And, she, and he, the soccer player comes and says, I'm the best. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone of his team saying he's the best. It's going to be, yeah, okay, that's more interesting. But it's, it's one of the rival team who says that player is the best. You elevate that, that player. His rival is saying he's the best. You put mm-hmm. this player in another dimension of awesomeness. That's what Tom did here. You see the main villain talking about how awesome uh, Wonder Woman is. Mm-hmm. And that elevates her a lot. And also, the long wait to, until we show uh, her, it's it's long. But when the time comes, you are willing to see her. And it's a huge moment of, okay, she's awesome. She's finally here. So I think it's it's perfect. Um, on the Alien movie, the first one, it's awesome because you don't see the Alien Almost, but it's there all the time, and that creates a huge presence. It's like, you know, um, I think that was a genius touch on on Tom's side, and I'm sad some people doesn't perceive it that way because mm-hmm. the sometimes getting something off is the best way to make it super important. Yeah. And that's all I was uh, wanting to say about issue one. Uh, issue two was like uh, super fun, actually. Yeah, Wonder Woman punching tanks. That's fun, you know. <laughs> Let's go just wild. Uh, after drawing Dark Crisis, uh, it was massive battle scenes with so many characters. Just drawing one character was like chilling, you know. I'm training it on that. I can have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I have a pretty cinematic visual storytelling. And I'll put it even further on this issue because uh, the parallelism on one fight and another to make make it like a mirror, mm-hmm. I had to um, keep a very clear structure on the panels. So it was, uh, it, it's a big action, but if you look at the issue, you will see no big drawings or or figures going out of the panels or something like that. It's everything super well structured to keep the, the mirror side on the two battles. Uh, so the, the main focus and the hard part was with uh, small uh, square panels, put a lot of action and mm-hmm. uh, powerful action. So 
that was the, the hardest part to do because sometimes you make a punch and okay i'm gonna draw a bunch of half page with this character going out of the panel and it, it looks spectacular but when you have to do it spectacular all placed inside the small panels square panels nothing crazy it's a little bit more difficult oh yeah there's, I was looking um before we started this interview. I was re- repeating the issue, and I got to that scene where it's just it's Wonder Woman standing in front of Emil, and then there's the entire audience of Amazons. And I was just I was losing my mind because I'm like I'm not sure what was more difficult and time consuming drawing all those people or drawing the um the vehicles and the the tanks and the Apaches as well as you did. That was that was also breathtaking. Are, are vehicles something that's more difficult for you or are they, they, they do they come kind of naturally? Uh, vehicles are easy. Uh, these days, uh, artists mm-hmm. have some helps. We have SketchUp and we can mm-hmm. we can try to find some models and we have a lot of, of references to look at. So at the end, uh, vehicles are, are easy. The, the hardest part, I think, is to find the right references mm-hmm. and, and not mess up with that. Um, it's not very complicated to draw the, the vehicles. It's yeah, you have SketchUp. I use some tools to to help me. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Just had to check because I feel like that would be my nightmare personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking a little bit earlier about just it was always a dream to work with Tom King. Um, how has it been so far? Is ha- has it been the dream that you you thought it would be? He's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, super nice. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like. Um, it's um his his uh, vision of the work is uh do whatever you feel comfortable doing and mm-hmm. if something doesn't match the script i'll make it match uh no problem you know so it's very easy uh he understands super well as a writer that um he's creating the story but i'm gonna i'm the guy who's going to tell the story that it's not the same mm-hmm. it, Sometimes people mix up a little bit. Uh, what's the part of the artist? What's the part of the writer? There's some confusion about uh, this. He's creating the story, but I'm telling the story with my drawings, <laughs> with my storytelling, with my panels. He's super aware of that. So uh, he trusts me completely. And for example, if a page has eight panels, but I feel that that doesn't work on the page because it needs to be seven for any reason or nine for any reason to make it more i don't know whatever he's like yeah 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 do whatever you want cut here add here uh if the dialogue doesn't match on the previous script i'm gonna change it to match the drawing so it's super easy it's uh, full freedom and mm-hmm. and he understands that uh writer's vision uh, each one but the artist's vision will be more complete because we see things on images, you know, um, so he trusts that. And I feel super happy working on this. Actually, I'm having the best time because we, we're working with time, no no rush, no, just enjoying the, the issues. The, I enjoy the mm-hmm. scripts because every issue feels like a, a whole movie you know unique mm-hmm. every issue has his own personality so far and drawing any kind of situations there's a lot of epic but there's a lot of talking moments you know what i'm talking about yeah I, I i enjoy so much drawing some some things that is weird but super fun and super smart at the same time i'm mm-hmm. having the best time honestly 
I love I love to hear that, and I really think it. I really think it comes through. Um, speaking of working with Tom King, he's given you a a couple new characters to get created and designed. Um, Trinity and the Sovereign. What was your mm-hmm. process like yeah. um, in bringing those characters to life for the first time? Um, yeah, well, um, he he gives all the freedom. Uh, mm-hmm. So once again, uh, his only insight for Trinity was, please, if you can make her curly brown hair with a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, why? No problem. But uh, it's uh, my daughter's hair. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, if you want it, I'm going to do it. Actually, I think it's super nice idea because it's not a usual hair for a superhero mm-hmm. character. So it was like, yeah, I see it. Okay, I love it. And all the rest is on me. <laughs> okay. So um, it's very simple, actually. Um, I think uh, I went for the simple stuff, but but I think it worked. It was like, okay, uh, I want to make her more superhero costume and less warrior. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit tired of the warrior armor stuff. Let's go for, yeah, a little bit armor. It's an Amazon, okay, but but superhero costume. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman has more red than blue on the costume. Maybe I could switch it and make more blue than red uh, just to make it a little bit different. And because uh, daughter maybe will, will not like to dress exactly as her mother and then wants mm-hmm. her own personality. Um, at the first moment, I was like long pants, super clear. Uh, Actually, I don't know if I have to say this, but uh, I tried to put her uh, Wonder Woman long pants when I started to run, but they were <laughs> like, no, uh, let's keep the design. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, not going to mess with that. But uh, the daughter was like, yeah, can I put the pants on the daughter? And they were, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we did. And then the stars also, um, I like to play a lot of uh, with the stars. I think it's a very mm-hmm. iconic symbol. And and if you you check the issues, you will see I, I'm using the stars in a lot of different ways. I and the covers they are mm-hmm. all, all the time. So yeah, I wanted to put stars on the on the costume too. And then Tom asked uh, about the lassos. Yeah, uh, she needs to have three lassos: uh, the black, the gray, and the gold. And that was at the Tiana is the same that has uh, Wonder Woman now, like. Uh, I imagine her giving it to her daughter in the future. Uh, this kind of uh, details, you know. Yeah, oh, that's that's awesome. Um, and as for the sovereign, what was your what was your big goal in designing oh, yeah. him? Yeah, sovereign was a little bit more specific on on Tom's side. Uh, mm-hmm. The description was pretty clear. It was like a, a king, a very very old man, uh, dressed dressed in like. European king costume, uh, super uh, f- old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to to make him like super ugly, super mm-hmm. uh, intriguing, and uh, and the costume was like an out of t- our time guy, you know, like yeah. a, a guy who who doesn't belong anymore to our current days. Mm-hmm. But she still run our current days, you know. Um, I wanted to make his feel like uh, outdated, 
like mm -hmm. all, all of the time. Yeah. And kind of ridiculous, but scary in the same way. Mm -hmm. um, mixed feelings with him. Like he he looks ridiculous, but imposing a little bit at the same time. Uh, it was like more or less a creepy king. A creepy king. It it was like the the feeling. Awesome. I love that. Those those contrasting ideas. That's that's been wonderful. Um Tom has mentioned that he wants this series, if he can, he wants to get to 100 issues with this run, which I think would be incredible. Um, do you have any idea how long you're planning currently to hang on the run with him? <laughs> yeah, th this is the, go the golden question. Uh, <laughs> I would like to take this chance to, to make the statement again, because uh, I put it on Twitter, but uh, people seem to not trust me. <laughs> and when I was at, at New York, New York Comic Con a couple of weeks ago, uh, mm -hmm. on the table, everyone was like, how many issues are you going to draw? Like six, uh, seven? <laughs> no. Uh, Tom wants to do 100, he said. Yeah, okay. I, I want to do the 100 with him. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, he's mm -hmm. not going anywhere until they kick us out. Uh, we, we are... Um, we're not here to to make uh, royalties for a couple issues and, and leave. Um, we have uh, the best respect for Wonder Woman mm -hmm. as a character, for Wonder Woman fans. Uh, we accepted the challenge because we are really committed to to try to make the best run possible. Mm -hmm. I want to do the best run possible. Uh, it, for me, my dream right now, my goal, my objective, and what I focus on every day, it's doing something that maybe in 10 years in the future, someone says, I would like to start reading Wonder Woman. Where, where can I start? And someone comes and says, hey, this run, you know, that would mm -hmm. be amazing. This is, this is our goal, to the best run possible. And it's going to take time. The... the Sovereign story is not just an arc and gone. This is going to be the, the whole story, I think. It's going to be long. It's going to be a long journey, but awesome, full of things, surprises, and, and it's going to be good. I, I fully believe in what we are doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love hearing that. And I, I believe in what you're doing, too. I think it's been off to an incredible start. And I cannot wait to see those 100 issues when they finally come to realization um say I, I only have a couple more questions for you and then i i can let you get about your day um the uh -huh. i think the big one i have is just you your artwork is just incredible about how long do you think does it take you to to get a an issue to to complete an issue i'm doing it right uh, right now in six issues uh, in six issues, sorry, six weeks. Uh, I do every issue in six weeks. That um, this time is perfect for me because it allows me to to have the weekends and have some time. And I work super hard uh, when I on the week, uh, Monday to Friday, and it's going well. And I'm able to do it in six weeks, uh, six weeks, and have some rest. So as long as the schedule allows to do that, we we're gonna keep this way. Awesome, that's that, that's incredible. Um, yeah, we, we have uh, the, the the good thing I, I was talking about the, to to start with so much buffer. Uh, it allows that uh, to to work with time, and also uh, I'll be able to do a lot of issues in a row. Uh, like um, 
if everything keeps uh, going smooth and well as is going now, for the first 12 issues, I'm going to be drawing 10. So I think it's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's so exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to contain professional. It's focused. Um, <laughs> I think my final um, question is going to be, out of everything you've drawn so far, have we seen your favorite moment yet? Or is your favorite moment still to come? In Wonder Woman, you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is hard because um, Tommy is, is making sure that every issue has something very special. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, every issue has a, a moment that I, I feel that this is awesome, you know? Uh, first issue, for example, when she appears on the cemetery, mm-hmm. I think it's it's top. Uh, I think the final on, on issue two, it's, it's awesome too. Um, three has a good moment too, but, uh, the issue I'm doing now, I'm, I'm like a kid. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so incredible. Uh, I can tell that this issue is going to be one of them. I think it's a crisis epic level, mm-hmm. uh, but super, um, emotive at the same time it has a moment that it's one of those moments that I'm happy to to be the artist of the series because it's Mm -hmm. so epic and so emotional and so great how is everything placed Uh, I think people is gonna get crazy with that oh Oh, I hope so and I cannot I cannot wait Um, Daniel thank you so much for for being on the show today I really really appreciate your time my pleasure Um, yeah, you're an incredible talent, and I can't wait um, to hopefully have this conversation towards the end of the run and ask you about everything you've done then. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that, and I think it's going to happen. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry, guys, for my English. <laughs> no, no, you're... <laughs> you did great. You did I, I a... did my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did wonderful. Um, before we go, is there any place that um, people can find you online if they want to find you, and um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter. It's uh, Sampiere uh, underscore art. And Instagram too. It's uh, the full name, Daniel underscore Sampere art. Uh, you can find me there. And well, I would like uh, to say just to, I hope you enjoy Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. We really trying very hard to do something special with it. Uh, if you haven't checked it yet, uh, I will encourage you to, to try. And if you are already on the series, uh, I hope you enjoy. And and I would like to to ask for patience, actually, mm-hmm. because I've seen people uh, saying issue two uh, doesn't have answers for the questions on one. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just issue two. Uh, this is going to be a long story. Uh, it's going to take time. It's a, it's a journey. You have to to get with us on the on board and, and enjoy the ride, you know, uh, Answers will come, but uh, more mm-hmm. questions too. It's going to be a, a, a long and super fun journey. So uh, join us and, and come have fun with, with Wonder Woman. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much, Daniel. And to everyone listening, thank you for being here. And we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Thank-